Welcome back for another video. In this one, we're going to be discussing all the key takeaways for our FPL teams from the weekend's action, and we're going to discuss transfer plans for Gaming 18, which is just around the corner on Thursday. So first up, Nottingham Forest nil, Spurs 2. This one was a difficult watch if you had a Spurs defender. Basuma picked up his second red of the season at 70 minutes. He's suspended for four matches now. It was a long wait for the clean sheet, but Pedro Porri came through. It was a popular pick before the game week, and he got two bonus points as well. Actually, his biggest score of the season to date. Udogi picked up his fifth yellow of the season, so he'll also be suspended for gaming 18 against Everton, along with Basuma. Richarlison header from a Kulisevsky cross. He was someone that we talked about in the experts video as someone that could be on the rise, and only 6.6 mil, and he'll be their main outlet when Sun leaves for the Asian Cup. This season, Sun's received more passes than any forward. Sun blank though, and he was booked. It's going to make gaming 18 captaincy very interesting between him and Watkins. Turner started again for Forrest. He did make a mistake though, which was punished for the second goal. Pedro Porro's 0.73 expected goal involvement was the highest of any player that match. In fact, since Madison's injury, he's racked up 0.57 non-penalty XGI per 90. For comparison, Saka's a 0.54 over that run. Credit to FPL Fraser for that data. Chelsea 2, Sheffield United 0. This one started really slow. By half-time, there was about 0.3 total XG from both sides combined. Palmer with a haul from a goal, assist and three bonus. 1.97 expected goal involvement racked up by him, which was the most from Gamic 17 in its entirety. Cole will Badia Shield, Thiago Silva and Disaster was the backline. Gusto made the bench and he came on towards the end. Nkunku was an unused substitute, so his Chelsea debut will come another day. Sterling got the assist for Palmer's goal and Jackson was the goal scorer of their second, which Palmer assisted. Chelsea only conceded 0.37 expected goals for that match. With Gusto back from injury now and James out for a minimum of three months, he might be the best of the bunch and he's only 4.1 mil. Kukurez not expected back until February now, so Colwell for 4.6 mil, also a good shout. Since Palmer became a starter for Chelsea, he's got 69 points, only Son and Salah have got more. And his 6.8 points per start can only be beaten by Salah's 7.0. He's been an absolute gift for 5.5 mil, 7.2 mil less than Salah costs. How much do you reckon Palmer will be next season? Man City 2, Crystal Palace 2. Alvarez agonisingly close to return after a header was met by a good Henderson save. Foden played this one in the areas that Alvarez has been occupying when Haaland's in the team. No Johnson or Lerma in this match for Palace, so a seriously good result for them. Grealish and Lewis were the goal scorers for City. Man City actually only conceded 5 shots the whole match, 2 of which were in the box. Despite the blank, Alvarez is still an easy hold for now. After the blank, City have got a good run of fixtures and we're yet to find out how long Haaland's actually sidelined for. In Pep's pre-match presser, he said hopefully he can make it to the Club World Cup and be involved, which he could interpret as a more serious injury than he's letting on. We've got to give an honourable mention to Everton, who've now won four on the bounce and have kept clean sheets in all four. If they didn't have a 10-point deduction, they'd be absolutely fighting for Europe at this rate, though perhaps the deduction is what spurred them on. Pickford averaged 2.5 points per game from game week 1 to 8, and from game 8 till now, 6 points per game. It seems many of us got it in the wrong order, starting the season with Pickford and then selling. The defence is the only place it's worth looking at from an FPL perspective really. Pickford's 4.4 mil and Branthwaite returns from suspension in gaming 18 and he's only 4.1 mil. No rush to buy either right now though with Spurs and Man City next. Brentford 1, Aston Villa 2. Watkins scoring and taking all three bonus, his 18th return of the season in 17 games. Cash finally got a start, however Camera picked up a red card which is probably bad news for Cash. We've seen Emery deploy Conter and right back when Camera's missed out, because ordinarily Camera can drop into the back line to allow Cash to push forward. So it's looking more doubtful whether Cash actually gets the start versus Sheffield United now. 
Was also a red card for me. Ben me, that is, not me. West Ham 3, Wolves 0. In typical FPL fashion, Fabianski kept his spot in goal and West Ham keep a clean sheet. 7-pointer for him. And now it looks unlikely that Ariola comes back in until some poor results or poor form from Fabianski. Kudis with a brace though and all three bonus for a 16-pointer, the biggest score of game week 17. It's a shame he's off to AFCOM in three game weeks time as he's been exceptional recently and he's only 4% owned, 6.7 mil. Still an opportunity to take a short-term punt on him if you've got your wild card in your pocket. Bowen also netted that match for his 10th goal of the season, a well-placed shot slot at bottom corner. A sneaky bit of insider trading from Trippier, who sold Izak for Wilson and his FPL team. Izak, who wasn't included in Newcastle's squad for the win over Fulham, reportedly he's nursing a groin injury. Trippier's ranked 755k at the moment. Gordon had a mad one for his FPL team, he took a minus 20 hit. He might be trolling us though, as he brought in Izak and he captained him. If you'd like to check out the Premier League players' FPL teams, you can view them all on my website, fpl.page. We also rolled out some new features this game week. You can now filter expected data by any team, position or game week range. For example, you can have a look at which forwards have racked up the best XG over the last five game weeks. It's all completely free, fpl.page. Arsenal defeated Brighton 2-0 at the Emirates. Great for those of us with Arsenal defenders or Raya. Brighton's run of scoring in every Premier League game since February finally coming to an end. Testament to how solid Arsenal have been at the back this season. Arsenal's 13.04 expected goals conceded is top in the league this season. Man City's second of 16.75 xGC. It was a divisive Jesus goal, which some have argued was a sack or assist. If you saw it, let us know your verdict. There was a defensive touch on the ball before it reached Jesus off the corner. He was back post to head it in. Havertz got the other goal for Arsenal, and he's starting to show the potential Arsenal saw in him over the last month. Probably not worth picking up an FPL though. It's Erdegaard's Saka or avoid the mids. Martinelli blanked again despite 0.97 expected goal involvement. So Liverpool Man United closed the gaming off with a goalless draw. I'm sure a result United will be happy with and Liverpool disappointed with. Arsenal move a point clear at the top of the Premier League table. Trent took maximum bonus points and Simicast also clinched the bonus point himself. Salah with his first home blank of the season. He was the most popular captain in Gaming 17. Liverpool conceded just 0.63 expected goals, which was 4th best of the game week, and they racked up 2.34 expected goals, which was 3rd best. We've got 3 more game weeks out of Salah, Son, and the other players that leave for AFCON in the Asian Cup, and then we'll see a massive shake-up to the FPL landscape when we have to sell those players. For those wondering about the Bournemouth vs Luton game, FPL just shared an update simply stating that Game Week 17 will remain open despite the conclusion of Sunday's matches, and that more information will follow. So we can expect an announcement whether that fixture's points will be null and void, whether the points will stand. That's all we know for now. And on behalf of everyone, we wish Lockie a speedy recovery. So onto the transfer plans, and here's how the team looks before any moves made. For audio listeners, it's Dubravka in goal, Pedro Porro, Saliba and Simicast in defence. The midfield is Palmer, Saka, Salah, Son and Gordon, and then up top Solanke and Watkins. The hit for Alvarez didn't pay off last game week, but very happy to hold him despite the blank in 18. Might have a benching headache in game week 19, unless Palmer picks up his fifth yellow of the season next game week, which would result in a one-match suspension. In terms of captaincies, given Everton's performances right now, Watkins seems like the obvious captain, home to Sheffield United, while Sun's up against Everton. Everton haven't conceded for four games in a row now, as we said. Even with the 10-point deduction, they're up to 16th place, which is really impressive. So one free transfer and 5.7 mil on the bank. The plan is to wait for news on Haaland. If he's out for longer, then that money will be redistributed to two obvious moves, which would be either Maguire to Trippier or Trent. Trippier's got the better immediate fixtures of Luton and then Forest, but then it's followed by Liverpool and then Man City. In terms of Newcastle, they've got the busiest schedule and a couple of four subs in the first half against Fulham due to injury, with Shirt and Jolinton forced off. 
so it could be a factor worth weighing up with the transfer plans. Trent on the other hand has a mixed bag of fixtures, he's got Arsenal, Burnley, Newcastle, Bournemouth, Chelsea and then Arsenal. At the moment I'm leaning towards Maguire to Trippier. Let us know in the comments how you got on in Gaming 17 and what your plans are for Gaming 18. As a reminder it's a Thursday deadline and there's lots more content to come before then so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.